Hello, good morning. It's tradition to add the letters AD to number the years after Christ, like Anno Domini, AD. AD doesn't mean after death, as many people suppose. Rather, AD stands, difficult for many, for this Latin phrase, Anno Domini. It means in the year of the Lord, the year Jesus was born. If the calendar actually changed with Jesus' death, then what would we do with the years during which he lived? Since Jesus was probably actually born around 6 BC or so, the connection between his birth and our calendar can be misleading. Today we use these letters to more than anything refer to history. But it's a good habit because it reminds us to whom our years belong, that is, to our Lord Jesus Christ. We can refer to the year that is coming and the one which is past in the same way. We are now living the year of our Lord 2020 and entering the year of our Lord 2021. 2020 AD means that we must give an account to our Lord of how we have lived in this year that is ending. And 2021 AD means that our plans, wishes, and resolutions for the new year are not as important as that which the Lord wants to give us for his year. The year of the Lord, 2021, is important. I'd like to share with you from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12, verse 35 to 40. Be dressed, ready for service, and keep your lamps burning like servants waiting for the master to return from a wedding banquet, so that when he comes and knocks, they immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. Truly I tell you, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the middle of the night and or toward daybreak. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he wouldn't have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. In our time, the former relationship between lords and servants or slaves is somewhat distant and strange. It is true that there are still people who serve people who rule, but they charge for the work they do and take care to ensure good working conditions and treatment. In Jesus' time, it was different. Everyone assumed that service was the life goal of every servant, the servants were at the disposal of their masters and had to watch night and day for their welfare. They worked in a way that was understood and accepted by everyone, as we would expect our home appliances to work today, for example. Only if we can imagine ourselves living at that time can we correctly understand this parable that Jesus tells his disciples. It's about the house with the master and several servants, the Lord was absent. He was invited to a wedding party in a neighboring town. The servants had closed the door with a heavy latch so that no thief would enter, and there 
The servants were waiting for the return of their master. They knew that when the master returned, they would have to be ready to open the door for him. That was their order and their duty during his absence. They were not doing just anything either. They continued doing their usual chores. They used that time to clean and tidy up the house and all the belongings of the master. They made sure that the lamps had oil so that everything worked well when the master returned. By the way, they were tired, but they didn't go to bed. They wanted to be awake when their master returned. They knew that that was what their master expected of them. And finally, he arrives and knocks in the middle of the night. Maybe it was already quite late, maybe already done. According to the Roman army way, at that time, it was customary to divide the time between sunset and sunrise in four night watches, and they named them according to the time that the guards changed. The first watch was called the first vigil, or dusk, approximately from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., then the second vigil from 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. or midnight, then the third watch or roster scroll from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m., and finally the fourth, the morning, from 3 a.m. until 6 a.m. Jesus said, perhaps the Lord will return in the second or in the third vigil. Maybe he'll come at the roster scroll around 3 in the morning. How good if we could find his servants ready. He would announce himself, and the door would be opened. They would greet him and welcome him. We need to be that kind of servant. We have to give an account to our Creator. Have we been that kind of servant in 2020, even in the middle of very difficult situations? Has 2020 been a year of the Lord? Can we say with a clear conscience that at any time of the year 2020, if my Lord had wanted to come, I was ready to receive him? Or had he seen me in a situation where I would have been embarrassed in front of him? I don't know if we could say it, if we want to be honest. That is why we want to bring our failures before him in confession. The drowsiness of our faith, our disobedience, our laziness, our lack of love, our selfishness, and that's why we want to ask for forgiveness. Now we are about to enter the year 2021. No matter how good our New Year's resolution might be, might sound for the year to come, and what we plan, first of all, it should be a year of the Lord, a year consecrated to the Lord, a year in which we must be prepared to meet the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are His disciples, His servants, It's our responsibility to serve him and wait for him. We are under his commandments and orders, although he's invisible. He continues to be our Lord, even though we don't receive any command directly from him, but we find it in his word, the Bible. No matter if we see much or little of Jesus in the year to come, we are and we will remain his servants. And that means that we have to be watching awake in faith. We have to keep our faith awake and ever growing with renewed confidence. May we see him as most important in this year 2021 that begins tonight. 2021 must be year of the Lord for each one of us. 
And just as with the servants of the parable, we must have the house ready for the coming Lord. And we mustn't be idle while we wait for him. The best we can do is prepare the house, and we do that when we stay in his word. When we gather in the church and practice love, mostly to those who are discouraged, those who have lost faith, those who are negative, pessimistic, sad, depressed, poor, or weak. Jesus nevertheless commands us to have faith, confidence, courage, and the hope to be optimistic, happy, and to live with great joy because the best can come as long as we cling to him and not to our human perspectives. Will Jesus come in 2021 or maybe in 2022 or maybe later? We don't know. No human being knows the exact date of their final judgment, nor does anyone know the personal day of their death that will lead directly to the resurrection of the dead and the day of final judgment. It's similar to a robbery. It comes without you expecting it. If a homeowner knew when the thief would come, he would inform the police in advance and prevent theft. No, Jesus is going to come suddenly and unexpectedly. But maybe it's how Jesus described it. Maybe in the second or the third vigil, perhaps the Lord doesn't come in 2021, but perhaps in 2028 or 2048. The important thing is that at all times we are prepared with faith awakened and renewed, active in the exercise of love on neighbor, unselfishly ready to serve and attentive to the Lord. And when he comes, something transcendental will happen, something wonderful. Jesus said, truly, I tell you, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. The Lord will serve his servants. Is it not the work of the servants to serve the Lord and take care of him until the time he gets home? The Lord will become a servant and place his servants in the position of lords. We remember the story of Monday Thursday when Jesus rolled up his sleeves to wash his disciples' feet. We think about what he did for them and for all humanity on the cross. The Lord became a servant. He became the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. And so will be also on the day of the final judgment. The Lord doesn't come to bring us more work and obligations, but to serve us and to bring us to eternal joy in heaven. Blessed are the servants who are ready for this. Blessed are we if we remain awake in the faith, ready for the coming of the Lord, rejoicing beforehand in his second coming. Blessed are we if we make 2021 a year of the Lord. Amen. I wish you a fantastic week and a happy and blessed new year 2021 for every one of us.